clocks up so you won't be waking up late today. Um, we're going to be covering again concerning pneumaticals. We've been doing a series here and a lot of material to cover in the space of spirituals, right? That's what pneumaticals is, the Greek word for spirituals. And uh, I'm grateful, oh glory to God, to have this opportunity. I, uh, I wasn't, I took last Sunday off, you know, I was just feeling pretty wiped out, I guess, from, from all the other activities I'm involved in, and I uh, needed to take a break, so that's what I did, and, uh, you know, we need a break every now and then, glory to God, and uh, <clears throat> so, like I said, uh, we're going to wait a minute or so, and then we'll start with some prayer, and uh, I'm, uh, like I said, that's, I'm grateful for, for where we're at today in the Lord, and what he's doing in our lives, amen, and he's constantly calling us and drawing us in, amen, into sonship, amen. How many of you know that the 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 highest order that you can attain, the summit, in other words, is um, is to be a son of God, one that represents God, in other words. It's not being an apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, teacher, right? It's the representation of the Father in the earth as a son of God, and as a son of God, you operate in these domas, you operate in your charismas, you operate in the phanerosis, you, you move in the spirit, in other words. You are a spiritual man, spiritual woman, right? And, uh, <clears throat> you know, we're going to see some scriptures. I'm going to cover some scriptures in a minute that I've been meditating on. And uh, anyway, uh, we'll get into that in a minute. And uh, But right now, like I said, we'll just wait a minute or so and we'll start praying and we'll get into the word, amen, and... Uh, like I said, I'm grateful for this day and this opportunity, glory to God. And I trust that everyone out there is, is pursuing God, amen. As as was noted from a previous message from the fellowship at the church in Marshall that 
you know, it's it's tough to be a disciple, right? It takes a lot of work and uh, discipline on your part, right? And that's the only one that Jesus Christ can work with, those that are working with discipline. Those others that are not disciplined in their lives and, and adjusting their lives to conform to the image of Christ, amen, and according to the word. In other words, the ones that are building their lives on the foundation, Jesus Christ, those are, those are the ones that the Lord can work with. He knew what he had with him when he had the 5,000, right? He says, you only seek me for the miracles, the fish, and the loaves. You're not looking for a personal relationship with me. Therefore, I can commit to you because you can't commit to me. And uh, praise God. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, for this precious time. I thank you for your precious Holy Spirit right now, Lord of God. I, I acknowledge your presence right now, Father. I'm thankful, Father, for this opportunity to, to break this bread of life, Father God, standing in your presence, O oh God, ministering these words of life, Father. I love you, Father God, with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my soul, Father. I'm thankful, Lord God, for all those that are partaking, those that will partake in the future, amen. I thank you that they're blessed coming into you, Lord God, and blessed going out. In other words, Father God, as, let, as this seed grows in their hearts and gets in their hearts, glory to God, it'll produce fruit, some 30, some 16, some 100 fold. And I bless you, Father God. I acknowledge your presence right now, Father. And I thank you for your faithfulness to your word, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I was saying, you know, that the carnal man, he can't understand or comprehend the things of God, right? And, and I've covered that many times in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, right? The natural man. He cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God, neither can he know them because they are what? Spiritually discerned, right? You have to see them by the Spirit. You see, <clears throat> so Jesus in John 14, 17, he says, the Spirit of truth, the word even is italicized. So the Spirit of truth, whom the world, the cosmos cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, because, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you, glory to God. <clears throat> you see, so right there we see clearly that, that this world, they cannot not, not understand the kingdom of God, right? And I'm not talking about religious organization, amen. I'm talking about sons of God and daughters of God are, that are followed and seeking the Father after the Spirit, amen. Now, <clears throat> take a look at these verses here. This is in, uh, let me see here. All right, so now I'm going to start with uh, John 12, 25. So I made a statement earlier that the highest achievable goal that you can attain is to be a son of God. And listen to what Jesus said here in John chapter 12, verse 25. It says that he that loveth his suke, his soul, shall lose it. And he that hates his suke in this world shall keep it unto Zoe or God's life eternal. Right. And. So we understand as in the kingdom of God, those that are seeking after the Lord, seeking the mysteries and so on. In other words, we understand the mysteries of the kingdom, right? And the mystery of the kingdom is, is that if you're seeking your life, your soul, your aspirations, your dreams, your desires, amen, without emptying that out, which again, the carnal man, he cannot empty it out until he gets a revelation of who Jesus Christ is. And I'll show you what that means here in a minute. So... <clears throat> The, the natural man, he can't receive the things of the Spirit of God, even the Spirit of truth when the world cannot see, okay? The world is pursuing after the natural. That's all they understand, all they comprehend. They don't understand things after the Spirit. They don't understand this demonic realm, this battle that we're in against the demonic activity. They don't understand the, king, the things of the kingdom of God. They're not born again. They're not, as Jesus said, you must be born again or you cannot enter 
into the kingdom of God. You must be born of the water and of the spirit. You cannot walk in the kingdom of God. In other words, it won't be a part of your life. Right? And so these are things that are, as, as Nicodemus says, we know that you're of God for no man does what you're doing except God be with him. Okay? So he recognized that is that God must be with this guy, but I don't understand what, what, what you're talking about, Jesus Christ. Jesus, I don't understand. What, what do you mean? I, I got to go a second time into my mother's womb and be born again? No, no, no. Jesus said that which is of the flesh, right? And so the, the, the things after the spirit, right? We're talking about you must be born again. You cannot see this. You cannot see these spiritual things, right? Concerning spirituals, 1 Corinthians 12, 1. So it says here in verse 26 now, If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. All right. Now I got a revelation on this in First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse three. All right. Let me open that up for you. Praise God. And this is spirituals. Now, you have to understand that we're coming now at you talking about spirituals, but you're going to see something here now. First Corinthians twelve three, and I've been meditating on this for quite a few days and mulling over this. And so Jesus said, I mean, I'm sorry, Paul said in First Corinthians twelve three, wherefore I give you to understand. That no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost, right? Lord of Lord of your soul, in other words. We know He's our Savior, but people don't understand, and they'll say it, Jesus is my Lord, but when you start investigating, looking in their lives, right? The chief shepherd, the bishop of our souls, when the bishop starts looking into your life and, and seeing areas that are out of order, right? Well, this area, Joseph, is not under my lordship this area joseph is not under my lordship so like i said he starts looking into your life and he tells you by the spirit joseph this is not in line with my word all right so now back to john chapter 12 so he says him will my father honor the latter part of verse 26 now now is my soul troubled okay and what shall i say father save me from this hour what hour all right it wasn't the cross that, that, that was the, the, the ultimate work. I mean, the, the primary work. It was the fact that he died to his soul first. You see, he laid down his suke, his soul. And in the Garden of Gethsemane, it took him three hours to bring his soul under control, right? And your patience possessed your soul and your constancy. These words that, that he was teaching the disciples came back to him in your Patience possesses your soul, your, your constancy, your hopomene, your consistency. That's how you govern and maintain your soul, right? Because the soul, if we don't watch it, he will, allow, he will get you into all kinds of trouble. Carnal, see? And, uh, and so, and recovering from that is, is, is a hard thing. Okay, so now, um, <clears throat> now is my soul trouble. What shall I say, Father, save me from this hour, from this hour of my, my, me dying to myself first? For this cause came I into this for for this cause came I into this hour. This is why I came into this hour. In other words, to die to myself. Okay? Father, now he says in verse 28, glorify thy name. Okay? Then came there a voice from heaven, okay? And and saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Now the people therefore, alright, that stood by and heard it, said that he 
that it thundered, others said, an angel spake unto him. Now listen to this. Jesus answered and said, this voice came not because of me, but for your sakes. Okay. Now this statement right here, this is what the Lord has been working on showing me here. Now is the judgment of this cosmos. Now shall the prince of this cosmos be cast out. All right. All right. So now <clears throat> the prince of the cosmos, right? Well, what is he talking about here? And what, what do you mean now, now, now is the judgment of this world come? Now the word judgment here, Greek word here, it says uh, crisis, where we get the word for crisis, right? Now we're in a crisis. Now we got to make a decision, right? And, and obviously you don't want to ever make a decision under pressure, right? You got to be understanding what all your ins and outs are, understanding the cost, right? And I've done that before when I made a decision and I didn't consider the cost, right? And first of all, if you're into a situation where you got to make a decision, you don't even know all the ins and outs of that decision. In other words, what it's going to take to manage that piece, if you will, then you shouldn't even make a decision until you understand all the ins and outs. Okay, so, and so this is a separating, a sundering, a separation, a trial or a contest. So, um, in other words, a tribunal, a justice, in other words, now is the judgment. Now is the the, 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 the decision time of what the prince of this world is and so on. Now he says here, now is the judgment of this cosmos. Okay, cosmos here, again, is the orderly arranged system, the world. Love not the cosmos, neither the things that are in the cosmos. For if the love of the cosmos is in you, then the love of the Father is not with you. You can't separate and serve the world and serve God. You can't do that. You can't be lukewarm about this. you got to be in or out. Now, <clears throat> So now this word, uh, now now is the judgment of this world. And then and it says, now shall the prince of this world be cast out. Now this word uh, shall and the word cast are the same Greek word. And it's the word ekbalo. Ekbalo, E-K-B-A-L-L-O. Now, it means to cast out, to drive out, to send out. With notion of violence, okay? Eject, in other words. Eject, it says here, to eject. When you eject... Right, you push the CD-ROM tray button, and boom, the CD-ROM pops out. Right, when you eject some something, now here we're talking about spiritual things, demonic realm. It says, oh, "Now is the judgment of this world." Now he said, first of all, my soul is troubled." Right, and then he says, "Now is the judgment of this cosmos." Now eject the prince of this world forcibly out of your life, with purpose. In other words, see, in other words. It says here, this voice came not because of me, but for your sakes. The voice of the Father, okay, that says, I have both glorified my name and will glorify it again, right? When we come to that place where we're dying to ourselves, the Father is speaking a voice. The voice says, this is my son and whom I'm well pleased. The voice says, I will glorify it and will continue to glorify it in your life, Joseph, if you continue to die to yourself, right? <clears throat> because... Now is the crisis, the decision time of this cosmos. Now, now eject forcibly with notion of violence, okay? As it says here, now shall be cast out, driven out, or, hang on here, send it out, okay? Now is the judgment of this cosmos. Now eject out, force out, send out the prince of this world, forcibly cast him out ekbalo cast him out drive him out move him out amen eject him out of your life now because 
your soul, in other words, is understanding the voice of the Father right now, that this is my beloved Son and whom I'm more pleased. You see, now, because your soul is dying to itself, you see, you've died to yourself. Now, the will of God can be accomplished in your life. Now, the decision for the world. You see, now is the judgment of this cosmos. Now, that spiritual daughter, that spiritual son of God, that son of God, amen, that represents the Father, can make a decision after the Spirit, right? Because again, let's go back to now 1 Corinthians 12, hmm, verse 14. But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth, all right? Again, this word judgeth here is the word examiner judge, anacrino, to scrutinize. Now, but he that is spiritual judges, scrutinizes, okay, everything, all things, okay? And it says that all things, yet he himself is scrutinized or examined by no man. Why? Because he's no carnal man here, because he's walking after the spirit, okay? We're talking about concerning spirituals, okay? So now, <clears throat> let's go back to First Corinthians, I mean, I'm sorry, John 12. Okay, the voice came because of, this is my... I mean, glorify now, it says, uh, glorify thy name, Jesus said. And then the voice said, I will glorify it and have glorified it. Now is the judgment of this world. Now because the acknowledgement of who I am as a son of God, somebody else is going to acknowledge me and know me. And this is now talking about the demonic realm. This he said signifying what death he should die. And so Jesus said, now listen to this, verse 34, the people answered him, we have heard out of the law that Christ abideth forever. And how sayest thou the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? You see, they didn't have a revelation of the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. When you acknowledge the Lordship of Jesus Christ and submit and come under His authority and His Word, glory to God, by the Spirit, all right, this is what's going to happen. Now that you've acknowledged the sonship of Jesus Christ and who he was, as, 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 as Jesus said, uh, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, right? See, now it says here, um, the Son of Man must be lifted up. Who is this Son of Man? Then Jesus said, yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while you have the light, yet lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. And says, while you have the light, believe in the light, that you may be the children, the foes, the children of foes, the light. These things spake Jesus and departed from their presence. All right. So see, in other words, when the Son of Man is lifted up in your heart and your life, and you're walking just like Jesus walked and dying to yourself, okay, then the judgment of this world comes. Now you can make decisions after the spirit you're not no longer being influenced after the natural man you're walking after the spirit you're sensitive to the spirit you know how to move in the spirit you know how to you know how to walk in the spirit and so on right now let's take a look at another verse here so see <clears throat> it's all about acknowledging the lord jesus christ let's go ahead and get into first Corinthians 12 now and I wanted to share that with you because it's important that we understand that you're not going to walk after the Spirit if Jesus Christ is not the Lord of your life. Amen? And you're not going to walk after the Spirit in rep if you're not in representation of the Father. You see, because He's going to continue to glorify His name in you. Amen? 
Every time you die to yourself, he's being glorified and honored. Amen. Now, <clears throat> verse, well, verse 1, I'm going to read this all the way through verse 8. Now, concerning spiritual, and I'm going to omit the, this King James word here, gifts, because it's italicized. Now, concerning spiritual, brethren, I would not have you ignorant, right? You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. So, see, dumb idols lead you to do dumb things. <laughs> and they give you dumb information, right? It's interesting that Psalm 1-1 says that, Blessed is he who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Why is that interesting? Well, because, you know, seeking the right counsel is very important. Amen. And a lot of times we won't go to God first. We won't check in with our spirit. We won't acknowledge the Lordship of Christ. Lord, what do you want me to do? You know, and, and therefore we end up making a lot, causing a lot of problems for ourselves. Right. And thank God that he can recover us. Amen. Thank God that as the scripture says, you know, uh, no matter how many times we fall into the ditch, amen, we'll continue to be lifted up. We'll continue to be out, lifted up out of that place of hardship. Now, <clears throat> Verse 3, Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost, right? All right? Now, here we go. Now, I want you to notice here 4, 5, and 6, three different sections here. Now, remember, Paul says now concerning spirituals. In verse 4, he says, Now there are diversities of gifts, charismas, but the same Spirit. That's what we're going to be talking about today. There are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. So the Holy Ghost, the Lordship, Jesus Christ, the Lord. There are diversities of operations, but it's the same God, which works all in all. God now in operations. But the manifestation of the Spirit, and then he goes back to talking about the Holy Ghost again. But in conjunction to what I just said now, I'm going to continue concluding about the Holy Ghost. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts, charismas of healing. All right. And the word healing here is the word iyama, which means a cure by the same spirit. To another, working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, interpretations of tongues. But all these worketh that one and self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Okay. So now. Here we go. So again, <clears throat> uh, a lot of things going on here. 4, 5, and 6. Talking about the Holy Ghost, Jesus Christ is Lord in verse 5, and the operation of God in verse 6. And then he goes back into the Holy Ghost. <laughs> All right. Now, <clears throat> this word uh, in verse 4 here, it says diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. And that's what we're going to be talking about primarily today is charismas there. That's the Greek word. Gifts is the Greek word charisma. Charismas mean gracious joy endowment in other words it's a gift that's been given to your life by the spirit of god and every one of us have charismas all right i have charismas right my sons my wife all of us have charismas and it's and it's very uh helpful to us in the body of christ when we understand the graces of god in our brothers and sisters lives okay so now diversities of gifts now let's go ahead and go into romans chapter 12 verse 4 and i'm going to show you something here and I've heard this taught so many different ways, you know. And what's funny is the world has picked up on some of these terms. And they use it for their, you know, training and education of the world. All right. Uh, so now. 
verse 3. Start there. First Corinthians 12.3. For I say through the grace, the charis. Okay, that word charisma comes from this word grace, charis. And, and the grace here means divine influence upon the heart, right? Unmerited, I mean, uh, divine influence upon the heart. It says, uh, that which affords joy, pleasure, gratifying graciousness, all right? And in other words, the grace of God is divine influence on our lives. Let me look at that again. For, the, for I say unto you that the grace, if you look on down here, trying to find where it makes that statement well that's fine so for, for for i say through the grace given unto me that to to every man that is among you not to think okay more highly than you ought to think but to think soberly according as god hath dealt to every man the measure of faith every man has a measure of faith all right that's been dealt with you so dealt to you and then he says, for as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. This word office means function, okay? A doing, a mode of acting, a practice, something that you practice, okay? And it says there, <clears throat> for so we being many are one body in Christ, and everyone members one of another, okay? Having then gifts different according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy Number one, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Number two, ministry, let us wait on our ministry, teacheth on teaching. He that exhorteth on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth all right, with diligence, he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation, abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. So Paul here lists seven sections there. And first of all, he says that... Uh, Having then gifts. The word gifts here is the word charismas. Having then charismas differing. And then he starts off with prophecy. All right. Ministry. Let us wait on our ministry. Teacheth. Exhorteth. Giveth. Ruleth. Showeth mercy. There's seven charismas right there. And everyone has a, obviously a distinct meaning. It's a different Greek word. All right. So the first one that he starts off with, with is prophecy. And the word prophecy is the Greek word prophetia, okay? And it means before, in, front, over, prior. And then femi means to show or to make one's thoughts speak, speak or to say. So prophecy is always about saying what you're seeing, okay? And one of the other characteristics, and we're going to get into all these in, very, in, 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 in a great detail in the upcoming lessons. But just suffice, suffice it to say that there's four different ways of prophecy. You've got the manifestation of prophecy, 1 Corinthians 12. That word is the phanerosis of prophecy. You've got the office of a prophet. I mean, the doma gift. Doma is the Greek word gift in 1 Corinthians 4, 10. Right? Now concerning, let me see here. It well, starts with verse 7, but let me look at that real quick. 1 Corinthians 4, 7. I mean Ephesians, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, verse 8, at the latter part of 8, it says, he And gave gifts unto men. That word gifts is a doma, which means to make a gift of a gift. Jesus Christ will take a man, impart into his life, apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, teacher, train him up, teach him up, and then give him back to the people. That's what doma means. All right, but, so now, 
prophecy is like I said, the spirit of prophecy talks about in Revelation. You got prophet, domo prophet, you got manifestation of prophecy, and then you've got charisma. That's four different sections that talk about prophecy. Now, and then the next one here says our ministry. Let us wait on our ministry in verse 7. That word is the Greek word diakonia, which means to aid, to serve, to offer relief. And that's the Greek, same Greek word is translated for deacon. It's a diakonia. He, deacon is all about serving and helping. All right. Never about taking the primaries of government. All right. Now, now you got to understand these are graces, right? And there's a way that, that a deacon operates in the body of Christ. But as a father and a husband over his household, right? He's governments there. So there has to be distinctions, right, on, on understanding the order of operations in when you're with the body of Christ, in when you're out there in the world, in when you're, with your, with your, when you're at home, when you're domestics, okay? Now, the next one is exhortation. Exhortation comes from two, two, two different words. And the first one is the Greek word parakaleo, all right? And para means near or close, and then kaleo is to call. So, when you got individuals that that when they when they are operating in exhortation, right? They want to call you alongside. They 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 like to do that. You see, again, prophecy. I know that I have prophecy in my life, and I see things in black and white. There is no gray area. All right, and it's very direct. Many many times, and for when we get into mercy in a minute, which again, mercy is to have compassion, active tenderness, not pity, but compassion, easily touched. The mercy individual, charisma of mercy, sees prophecy as a problem. And the prophecy guy says to the, about the mercy, he's too soft. <laughs> you see? But again, this is all about Jesus Christ and his body and the people of God in the body of Christ. And so, <clears throat> it's understand, yeah, we have to understand how to operate in all these. And, and what they mean, not operate in them, but understand them. Okay, so exhorteth. And then it says giveth. Meta didomai. Meta to give over to share to impart. So a giver, in other words, and many times <clears throat> if I see a need and I can fulfill the need, my heart always goes out to that individual, that, that situation, and I'll end up giving, and I don't pay any attention to it after I've done it, amen, and with gladness in my heart. I'm not begrudging, right, and holding back. Now, the word ruleth here is a Greek word proistomy. This is another charisma. So you've got prophecy, serveth, teacheth, exhorteth, giveth. Now, giveth and then ruleth, I'm sorry. Ruleth is the word pro is to me. Pro again means in front of, prior to, above, or before. And then is to me means to stand. Now, one interesting place that this word is used in 1 Corinthians, um, 1 Timothy 3, same Greek word, talking about the uh, office of a bishop is just the word episcopeo. It's not an office, but they termed it that way uh, in the King James. And, and so it's, it's a function in the body of Christ. And remember, <clears throat> all these graces, whether it's a doma, whether uh, you walk, you're an elder, all right, all these graces are, are part of our lives, but they're not who we are. We are sons of God and daughters of God that know how to and understand these principles about, for example, what it means to be a bishop. A bishop is the Greek word here, episkopos. Epi means over. Skopos is where we get the word scope. Now, Jesus Christ, the scripture says in Peter... <coughs> Was a chief shepherd and bishop. You see, he was the he was he's the primary, in other words. And so, because of that, he 
he has he 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 knows how to in, inspect our lives and take a look at our lives when our lives are out of order with God's word. All right. But anyway, I want to show you here now. So talking about all this, this is the the elder elder uh, qualifications. Verse four: One that ruleth well his own house. The word ruleth is a word proistim. He stands in front of his own household, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule, all right, proistim his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Amen. So you see, I'm just giving you an example there of where that word is used. Now again, showeth mercy is the word elid, compassion, active tenderness, not pity, but compassion easily touched. So those are. The charismas that Paul is alluding to in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4. Now concerning, let me go back to that. <clears throat> now there are diversities of charismas, but the same spirit. Okay, now let's shift over now and give a highlight of now Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7 through 11. Let's go to that now. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7. All right, now, but unto every one of us is given charis, grace, according to the measure, the metron of the gift of Christ. That word gift is a word, I think it's a word, dorea. Dorea is gratuity. Okay. And then it says, wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. All right, now, that right there. Babylon has taken that now and ran with it. And in the Babylonian system, you have women, all right, that in there, what they're supposed to be is helps, all right? Women were always helps because the scripture says that I'll, I'll make them help me in Genesis for Adam, he said. And they were involved in helping, all right, the process of the goal and the purpose of what God had given to her husband, which was Adam. And he told Adam, I'm putting you in the garden to dress it and to keep it. I need you to take care of things. I need you to watch what's coming in, what's going out, etc., etc., etc. Well, the enemy snuck in, etc., etc. Now, <clears throat> wherefore he said, when he ascended upon high, he led captivity captives and gave gifts unto men. Now, if you take this verse and you go back and look at the original source of this verse, this comes from Psalm 68:18. All right. Now listen to this. <clears throat> verse 17: The chariots of God, 68:17 are 20,000, even thousands of angels. All right. The Lord is among them as in Sinai in the holy place. Thou hast ascended on high, glory to God, and hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men, yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell among them. All right. Blessed is he, blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Okay. So again, that's where the verse comes from. And but Paul adds a little bit more to it. It says, um, <clears throat> he gave gifts unto men. Now, if you want to stay true to God's word, which I do, because Jesus said, if you love me, you're going to keep my commandments. If you, for example, take a look at 1 Corinthians 7, 1. Okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. Now, concerning the things whereof you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. All right. This word man here is the same Greek word that we just looked at here. In, I mean, same word man in verse Ephesians 4, 7. I'm sorry, 8. And he gave gifts unto men. It's the same word here. That it, I don't, I don't, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. 
Well, that's very clear right there, right? That we're talking about the male and the female here. Well, in this case, in 1 Corinthians, Ephesians 4, 8, he's talking about men. All right? Men, not women. Okay, now, now that he ascended, okay, so Jesus Christ, the scripture says that this wisdom, the demonic wisdom, is always trying to ascend up to God. All right? But godly wisdom descends down. Now, he that ascended, what is it but that also he descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended far above all things that he might fill all things. Now, if you notice from verse 9 to verse 10, it's in parentheses, which, which in other words, that's a parenthetical statement. I'm talking about, and he gave gifts unto men, and I'm going to allude to that, but I need you to understand what is it now that he ascended, but, but what is it that he first descended into the lower parts of the earth? So he had to go come down first. God, that's the whole thing about Christianity is God came to us. Emmanuel, God with man, you see. And Babylon is always about us trying to go up. And that's not the way of God. The way of God is that first Jesus Christ came down. It's the same thing with your life. Your soul must go down. You've got to die before you can be honored and resurrected. Right? So then he starts now, <clears throat> back now to verse 10. I'm sorry, verse 11. And he gave some, somewhat. If you look at back at verse 8, he gave gifts unto men. He gave some domas unto men. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some shepherds. This word pastor is the only time in the New Testament the word pastors is used. It's always the word shepherd. And then teachers. For this is the purpose for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That's what he wanted us. That's why he gave us these graces. To be all unified in Jesus Christ. Verse till we all come, verse 13, in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto the per perfect man, mature in other words, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So again, <clears throat> he gave us these domas, okay? Apostle means, apostolos is the Greek word, one that is sent, ambassador, delegate, or commissioner. Now the thing about being sent, sent means to be sealed. When a package is sent, it's sealed. If the package gets to its destination and it's opened, there's a problem here, right? You see? So in other words, we have to move according to God by the Spirit and understand when to open and take the seal off and deliver. And then when, when the deliverance has happened, when, when, in other words, when the purpose of God has been accomplished and came forth, then He seals back and preserves and keeps us until His appointed hour. Amen? And as He says, Father, glorify thy name. I will glorify it. Every time you're moving forth in my spirit, Joseph, you're coming forth out of your spirit, not out of the philosophies and views of this cosmos and this world, but you're coming out of your spirit, right? Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. When you're coming forth out of your spirit, you're glorifying me because you're dying to yourself. So apostolos, one who is sent, prophet is prophetess, foreteller, tell forth the same thing in front of prior to show or make one's thoughts to speak or to say. He says what he sees. She said, he says what he sees. Evangelist is the word euangelistes. It's to preach or to announce or to proclaim the good news. Amen. The good news of the gospel of the kingdom. Amen. Your sins are forgiven. And the thing about all these <clears throat> areas, and we're going to discuss this some more too, is that every one of these, oh, let me finish here. Okay, shepherd. A pastor for is the word poimen 
to watch the shepherd overseer feed. And then teacher is to teach by calling out or forth. Okay? Doma teacher. I don't, I'm a doma teacher. I know how to teach this word. Amen? By the grace of God. But, I'm, but I also have charisma of teacheth. And it just flows. It just comes out all the time. Right? Now, the thing about Apostle, Prophet, Evangelist, Shepherd, Teacher, I made the statement earlier that you have to understand the order of operations in that if you're in the body of Christ, for example, right, assembled, not just gathered, there's a difference, all right? And then that's one thing. But when you're in your home, that's another thing. And what, what the Lord has shown me that he's given these graces unto husbands and fathers, right? Because it's important that we understand how to, how to, bring this forth into our family's life as an apostle we we understand how to preserve them how to keep them at the until the appointed time we're always saying what we're seeing there right? we're always teaching them a, a, about loving humanity and loving one another right we're always shepherding overseeing and feeding them and then we're always teaching them we're doing all this all the time as husbands without any questions right and so now let's talk about <clears throat> We're going to get into uh, a little bit more about those definitions on that DOMA. Now we're talking about manifestation of the Spirit. It says, but the manifestation of the Spirit. Now, this is broken down. If you look at this, you have revelation manifestation. you got power manifestation. And then you've got spoken or verbal manifestation. All right. So you got revelation manifestations, word of wisdom, word of knowledge discernment spirits every one of those i've had in my life regarding any given situation and it's interesting here it's and in when you look at this in um first corinthians 12 right start with verse 7 he says here in verse 9 gifts of healing charismas of healing cures all right so I'm going to give you an example of something. One time, one day, my, my left top of my ankle, my foot, was hurting. And it's never bothered me before. And I was using insoles, right, in my in my shoes. Well, I took out uh, the left insole on my foot. but And what that did was that dropped that foot. And, and because of the insole on the other side, it, it, it leveled it out. And I started noticing that the pain in my thigh and my back disappeared. That was a cure. That was a word of wisdom to my life. A word of knowledge that brought me wisdom. You see what I'm trying to say? And, and so I use that because it's just a practical, very basic, but yet it brought some deliverance and healing to my body. And I got to credit God for that. I would have never thought of that. <laughs> and... You know, but I'm just giving you a small example there. And then he says, faith, gifts of healing, working of miracles, power manifestation. One of the things about it is that when there is a working of dunamis power, it's it's something that cannot be contained. In other words, when God is miraculously moved in your life through a manifestation of miracles and 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 and, and taking care of a of a problem that's so complex in your body, for example, it's going to be heard around. And that's one thing the Lord showed me about miracles is that when there's true miracles that are happening in the body of Christ, in the people's lives, 
and and or and or you've laid hands on someone out there in the world, etc., and God has miraculously healed him, it's going to be announced. They're going to know about it. They're going to know about God moving through your life. But you have to maintain humility, right? It's not you. It's him in you, as Jesus said. He's going to be in you, the Holy Spirit. And then, <clears throat> so anyway, now the spoken or verbal manifestations, prophecy, diverse kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. I never had, uh, well, let me just say this back to power manifestation. I know that when I share the word, faith gets built up strong in the hearts of the people. And, and again, uh, the charismas of healing, like I said, I, I gave that as an example a while ago. And then the dunamis. I do remember in my life, you know, where God has moved miraculously with power in people's lives. And, and like I said, I remember when I worked at the grocery store back when I lived in Marshall, people would bring their children to me and stuff and their babies and they wanted me to pray for them. Somebody heard about something and God did some work in their lives. And, I, you know, and I'm grateful for that, you know. And uh, but like I said, all these are things that Jesus Christ says when he the spirit of truth has come. All right, he's going to show forth. He's going to tell. He's going to want you. He's going to give you things that he wants you to say and reveal, amen. And so again, <clears throat> section C there uh, talks about spoken or verbal manifestation, prophecy, diverse kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. And then he says in verse seven, First Corinthians twelve seven. First Corinthians twelve seven. But the phanerosis is the Greek word manifestation, and we covered that a few weeks ago, of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. This word profit here is the word sumferu, sumferu, to bear together mutual contribution, a joint obligation. One of the things about it is that when you're profiting after the Spirit, amen, as it says here, together, mutual, everybody gets gets a a blessing from that in other words if god has done a work in my life and in your life other members that are connected with, in the body of christ to your life to my life are going to be blessed as well it's 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 a great it's it says it's here let's let's look at it again here to bear together to bring together to collect to conduce you see we're all going to be affected by this precious manifestation of the holy ghost in our lives now one of the things here is that, again, manifestation is the word phaneru. There's several places where that word is used. In uh, Romans chapter 12, 3, verse 21. Let's look at that one. Romans chapter 3, verse 21. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested. The word manifest is to render the parent, phaneru, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. So, that's just an example there. Uh, Titus 1.3 is another place where that word is used. Titus 1.3. It says here, But hath in due times manifested Feneru his word through preaching, which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God our Savior. So the word manifested his word. Feneru revealed his word through preaching. Amen. How shall they know how they should comprehend and understand unless someone teaches them or preaches to them? It's the way of God, in other words. So, several places again. First uh, John 1, 2. Look at that one. 
For Zoe was manifested and we have seen it. Zoe, God's life was Feneru revealed and we have seen it and bear witness. Amen. To, it's rendered apparent, in other words. And we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you, all right, that eternal Zoe, which was with the Father and was manifested, Feneru again, rendered apparent or obvious unto us. Amen. So again, <clears throat> these words, like I said, the Greek words, there's so much to them as far as how they provide a greater understanding of, of plain King James words, English words, in other words. And so much so that, for example, the word gifts, gift in the Bible, there's nine in the New Testament, nine different times that Greek word is used. I mean, I'm sorry, nine different Greek words that are the word gift in the New Testament. And they all have a different meaning. And the point is, is that <clears throat> that these words, you know, it, it's it's such a, a, a joy when you find something in the word like for example now is the prince of this world ejected and cast out why because the son of man is being glorified when your life is getting glorified by the lord because you're being obedient to his word and you're submitting you're serving you and you're and you're desiring to be uh a son of god etc in manifest and representation it's going to honor the father and the father is going to continue to glorify your life because you're honoring him now so it says here in verse 5, 1 John 1, 5, This then is the message which you have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Uh, I'm sorry, it was 1 John 3, 5. And you know that he was manifested, made apparent, all right, obvious to take away our sins and in him is no sin. Amen. Now, <clears throat> Let's go back now to 1 Corinthians 12, 6. All right. 1 Corinthians uh, 12, 6. Praise God. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Now, this word operations, all right, it's the Greek word here, energima energy in other words it means effect the effect so in other words the operations are the effect of god all right things that are worked effective operation all right so in this we have god which worketh which which affecteth all right again there are diversities of operations but is the same god which worketh is active and efficient fervent all in all all right so in other words in all of us all the spirituals are effectively working this is the operation of god it wasn't never meant to be a one-man show you see and and we've we've neglected ourselves and neglected our thinking our thinking is neglected in other words our mind and, and the way we should be thinking towards the body of christ has all been impacted by these dumb idols that have taught us dumb things and so as a result of that, we, we, we got the word of God all twisted up. Amen. We don't understand what spirituals are. We don't understand that this is all working in all of us. It's not just one person. And we've kept the body of Christ at that baby stage, Babylon, where, where every time they mature and start growing up, the only place either for them, if there's no role there as a, as a, as a, 
as a pastor of music or pastor of family life or pastor of this or whatever. Everything is pastor because that's what the Babylon system does. They think that's the highest role that you can attain to. But in the body of Christ, Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. There's a lot of room in my, in my father's house. If it were not so, I would not have told you. You see, there's a place for every one of God's sons and God's daughters in the kingdom of God. In the Babylonian system, not so much, right? And if you can't find a place in that body of Christ, well, then, then I've got to go start a work for God, you see? And again, considering that we have to count the cost, right? Everything that, that, uh, that, that comes before us and the things that we have to make a decision on, we need to count the cost, and we need to be involved with many counselors, right? There's safety in a multitude of counselors, the Scripture teaches us this. Now, one thing about uh, this next statement is that the fruit of the Spirit, all right, Galatians chapter 5, 22 through 23, right? But the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians chapter 5, notice it says fruit of the Spirit, all right? In other words, fruits means things that are produced, all right? The, the produce, the effect, the result, all right? So fruit of the Spirit. So first of all, he, he, he very clearly lists out, all right? the works of the flesh. He says, but if you're led of the Spirit, you're not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. These are our carnal works. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. What does lasciviousness mean? It means uh, licentiousness. They, 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 there's no... There's no... Uh, let me look that one up here in the unbridled lust, excessive, all right, always exceeding. You know, the other day I was driving down the road and there was this person coming up on my left side in the turn lanes. There's two turn lanes right here. And from the turn lane, he went back in front of me, all right, excessive. In other words, they don't think they have any boundaries. They, they just move however they want to move, free, and I'm free, and I can do what I want to do. Well, we'll see how long that less and and always crossing the boundaries if you will but again licentiousness okay so let me uh, excessive indulgence of liberty is what that word means contempt of the just restraints of law morality and decorum they don't want to walk in any kind of order right they just they're just free so that's licentiousness uh <clears throat> i'm sorry lasciviousness no, wait a minute. Uh, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred. Pharmacon is the word. Pharmakia here is where the Greek word for pharmacy comes from. Medications. These are all spell-given potions, right? All medicines are this way. Hatred. All right, Jesus said if you hate your brother, it's like committing murder. Variance. Variance means quarreling, wrangling all the time. Emulations is where you you rejoice in the fact that someone else is doing bad, so you emulate. All right. Uh, wrath, anger, strife. Uh, again, always causing divisions, seditions, uh, dissension, disunion, heresies. You you you're part of a party. You want to be part of a group, a section. Envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, 
but they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. You're not going to come into your inheritance if you walk in carnally. Now, he says here, but the fruit of the Spirit, okay, is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. So again, the, the point here is, is that the manifestations are one thing, but the fruit of the Spirit is another thing. The result of a life lived after the Spirit. In other words, the fruit of the Spirit are not manifestations. They are a result of your life living in obedience to the Word of God, living in submission to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and walking in, in love for one another, joy, amen, peace. You can't have peace without governments first. Long-suffering, amen. You're, you're macrothemia, you're patient towards all, you're able to, uh, you're long-winded towards one another. In other words, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. All these things are important in our lives, amen, because they prove that your life is walking after the Spirit. Amen. Father, we thank you for your precious word, Lord. I thank you for this precious opportunity, Lord, to bring forth your words of life, Father. I pray, Lord God, that this word is landed in good ground and continue to bring forth fruit, Father God, in the hearts and the lives of the people, Father, in the body of Christ. Father, we love you, Father, and we thank you, Father, for this precious opportunity, Lord God. We give you praise and we love you, Father, in Jesus' name.